So how do you achieve financial freedom, gain wealth, and live life on your terms? That is the question, and here is the answer. I'm A.J. Osborne. Welcome to Cash Flow to Freedom. Welcome, everybody, to this segment of 15-Minute Friday. This one's a little different because I'm going to kind of pass the ball on this one, and we are going to talk about your baseline. It's a concept that Rock's come up with, and he's been kind of – he needs to write a book on it, honestly. So with that, Rock, take it away, and we're going to talk about your baseline theory. Tell everybody what you're – what, what is this? Yeah, yeah, we, we were kind of just talking about it, and uh, we, we kind of should have just done a podcast. We should have not turned that off and know, right? just did that whole thing. But yeah, no, it's a it's an idea that I've, I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I've been thinking about this idea, and it's let me just try and iterate how, how to go about this. So a baseline, this is an idea about how people settle to their lowest default of themselves. So everyone has a baseline, and it's it's kind of how you live. It's your, it's your habits, it's your beliefs, it's your thoughts, it's your information, it's your experiences, it's who you're around. Every day you wake up, your brain will default to a baseline. So your baseline may be to snooze. It might be to wake up, eat some crap because that's that's what you default to. You might go to, let's say you go to McDonald's and because you, you're running late because you're always late and you show up to work, you do the minimum amount and you get your paycheck and you go home, you watch some TV and you might hang around the same six people all the time and you're your life is defaulted to a baseline of comfort. And that's, I think, what drives a baseline is your brain is seeking a level of complacency that makes it feel like it's doing the right thing, but just kind of like... It's the, con- it's the construct of which you see the world. Yeah. And what yeah. you see is... I mean, this is like your... It, it, it's the construct of how you're current, how you see, yeah, you kind of kind of how, how you currently see the world, but also doing the bare minimum at that world because everybody's baseline is different. And when you see it at high achievers and high performers, and what I've started to realize more and more is that the baseline isn't real. And, and what I mean by the baseline isn't real is your baseline can be changed by certain things. And you can drive that baseline up or you can let it drag you down. And the way I realized this is like five years ago, my baseline was way lower than it is today. I wasn't around the right people. I've never, I don't think I even knew a millionaire, not on a a friend basis. And now my phone's like, you can check, open your phone right now and scroll through your top 15 contacts and tell me how many are millionaires. Uh, Half my phone's millionaires and probably more. I know they're half squirrels. I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, no, what what I'm saying is that your experiences, the people you're around, the goals that you have and the lifestyle you're trying to live will dictate your baseline. And if you're trying to, let's say you want to be a multimillionaire um, that speaks multiple languages, that um, has an amazing family and you know what I'm saying? Like, like is crushing it. And I'm not, I'm not AJ's smiling over here. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you spoke two languages. But what I'm saying is you won't get there just by doing what you're currently doing, especially not if you're making $30,000 a year working customer service and you live in, an, an, in a one-bedroom apartment and you're barely scraping by and you, you might smoke. You might you probably don't work out and you don't eat healthy. Like you're allowing your brain to live on a level of comfort that's defaulting you to a baseline that's not going, like you're not going to magically wake up one day living the opposite. Well, you see this, you know, this idea of the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You see that that perfect example is a default mode that has been passed on. And you see everyone's different. But to your successful families, 
children are generally successful. Yep. It's not because it was in their genetics and they're just like somehow superhuman. Part can play in intelligence, but I would say 90% is 100% experiences, habits, an example that you can look to. When they're born, what they see is possibility is completely different than maybe somebody else. I mean, look at Jeff Bezos is a perfect example of this. And I have a big, I'm a firm believer that the reason that Wall Street produces such mass amount of billionaires and Mm -hmm. millionaires is because hedge funds, they train you all day with dealing with businesses and high, high, high level activities. So when they come down and somebody's like, yeah, I'd like to place, you know, 50 million with you. And yep. they look at him and like, ah, I'm sorry, we don't even touch anything under 250 million. Yep. Like it's like to them, different worlds. It's a waste of time. Yep. And so the, their baseline is astronomical. Yep. And so they're pushing themselves like crazy because that subconscious baseline, if you're not there, you wake up every day trying to get to it. A hundred percent. And I think what the principle is that you need to be aware of your baseline and you can just look around. You can just look around the five people you're around all the time. That's your baseline. You, and it's that Jim Rohn quote, but it's so true because the second I changed, I think I spent five years more with you, Sam and Ron, more than anybody else in my life. And I mean, in that time I became, I became a millionaire and it's so, and I was thinking about it the other day. I don't spend, cause now that I've, I don't work here anymore, I don't spend enough. To, I, I'd rather be alone because the risk of defaulting my baseline with somebody who doesn't think properly and doesn't think that way, it's too high. It's way high. And it happens subconsciously. You don't it, even know what's it, it, That's the thing. With, with you, your life, you, you can't, there's no way to see it. You have to drive forward. You have to look, what's my next level? You can't say, oh, I'm going to live at a baseline higher today. You can't say that. You have to act it. So this week I was in Nashville, right? And I was telling you about Jamie. So there's this guy named Jamie. He's just awesome. We have a lot of the same connections in some of the same industries or whatnot. So I spent the week with him. We went out, hit the town, things like that. He owns, he's, I think, one of the top three largest distributors for retailers and things like that. In the United States, maybe the world, um, but he owns like six hotels and tons of apartments. He's buying a bunch of storage facilities. He owns like nine different companies, something like he has 16 cars over $500,000. It's insane. And, you know, he's just this down to earth kind of guy and stuff like that. But we're sitting here talking about, and I'm like, hey, I want to get into a hotel. And he's like, okay, well, here, let me help you. Let me call you and telling you all these things. All of a sudden, the things that he was doing, I asked him how he's doing it. So it just immediately, clunk, clunk, raises yep. the bar. Right? Yep. Now I'm like, okay, well, if I could do this, or he's like, well, what you have to do, and they and they teach you. Yep. They're happy to. And it's so practical and it's not crazy. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to see if this is an avenue I should take. I'm going to look because now I know that it's possible. So true. Yeah. And, and the baseline is not only, it's not only with you know, like your business or your finances. Like I, I did this with Jesse Norris. Jesse's a world champion powerlifter. I did this when I was like 18. I, I texted him. I was like, Hey dude, can I, can I work out with you? He lives in Nampa, which is a city over from me. And we we're really good friends today. And, um, I asked him, Hey, can I work out with you? Cause I wanted to get stronger. I wanted to be a competitive powerlifter. And this guy's, this is a guy who squats 830 pounds. He deadlifts 800 pounds, benches 500 pounds. It's a 
at a 200 pound body weight, he's the, the strongest human on the planet. And you can Google that he, legitimately. And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's work out. And so we, we, I trained with him for over a year and my, my strength compared to anybody else in the gym is way higher. Like I'm not comparing myself to him that my base, or I'm not comparing myself to them. My baseline is Jesse Norris, exactly. a world champion. Exactly. And so when you do that, you can do it in any aspect of your life. Well, I do this with my family. So yeah. one of the things is religion is extremely important. Yeah. Reason religion is important to me is because of the baseline. Yep. I go every Sunday and I'm focusing on being a better father, a better husband, and a better human being. Mm-hmm. And I want to surround myself with people that are striving to achieve this. And I'm in an environment where I can look at people that are just amazing fathers and husbands. Yep. They're amazing people out there in the community. And I can look and I see, you know, this, you know what, I may be having a bad week. And so I, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to deal with my kids or whatever it may be. But no, no, I know that that's not reality. Yep. I need to be, I need to spend one-on-one time with my kids. I need to treat my family and my wife a certain way. And people that don't treat their kids, yeah, their wives, you don't want to be around that. No patience. Yeah, yeah. Because it terrifies me. Yeah. Will you become them? Exactly. Because, yeah, and I think that that's one of the greatest examples too is like if you don't have a good context for how a family should operate, you should find that. And like watching how you guys operate, not only just your immediate family, but your whole your whole family because I've been you know, around them, yeah. And I can see how like my family just never operated that way. It's just – which. It's not that it's right or wrong. It's just they didn't. But I, I can see two different perspectives, and I'd rather have that as my baseline, yours, yeah. because it's just closer. It's, it seems like more involved. Um, it's easier. There's more when there's more room for error with with having a bad example. Maybe the family's not as close. People can wander, and you you don't have the accountability structure. And so that's. I mean. Uh, I've seen people with the drug problems or gam like they'll spend their money poorly, stuff like that, where that might be caught if your family's more close knit. Too, this is something you pass on to your kids. So for me, this idea, yep. like, we get our kids together and we use our religion as a vehicle as well as other things as a vehicle to say we have a standard and we're totally okay with it. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that are like, you know, blow the No, I have a standard. Yeah. That I, ex- I have Because you want the best for them. Yeah. And so, because I know if I don't set that bar, and I don't want, and it's not like I expect anything crazy out of them. Yeah. But I need to set a bar where I expect you to behave a certain way, to grow up and be a certain type of person in society yeah. that provides value and good. But if I don't set that, I know where your default's going to be. And, and that's just human. I wonder if it's human nature. I got to look in because I think I'm going to write the book on it because because I'm obsessed. Cycles. So it has to do with everything. I feel in Brazil, there was no hope of anyone getting out of poverty. Yeah. Right. We lived in poverty. I lived in, in the favelas. favelas. Yeah. And that wasn't even something discussed. It, it just wasn't even there. It the, doesn't matter. There's no possibility of it. And, and that's because that's all they see. That's all they know. There's net, not there's no hope. class there. Yeah. So there's not even an example of a way to get in unless you were appointed by government to be a billionaire. Other than that, the opportunity doesn't exist. So there's a perpetual cycle, a poverty cycle yeah. of thinking. And that bar is set by the government and society. Yeah. The lowest bar and people are born into that. That's a ceiling. Yeah. They have no expectations of getting out of living in an environment where I steal the water, the power, everything from the government. And, you know, yeah, that's it. I mean, 
Yeah, the base it applies to everything, and I think if you like, I whenever I wake up in the morning, I'm always thinking, I'm like, oh, how do I change my baseline? Because that's I think that's why I've been just trying to buy everything, because I just I just know that my default baseline is. Yeah. And I think this is this is a theory, and I think there's studies on this. But you make within what ten to fifteen percent of your parents. Yeah. And I just know if my baseline's that, I don't want that. Yeah. And that's not that they're doing horrible; they're doing they're upper middle class now. But you're um, deciding to choose. Your yeah, baseline. I know that I want my baseline to be like extraordinary, and so I need to live those habits and those experiences and understand that knowledge now, so my body and my everything can yeah. get to that point because you don't it doesn't work in reverse everyone thinks it works in reverse i want that now well it'll come yeah and they don't do anything like they, they get stuck in their baseline but you need to live your baseline now by doing the habits and doing the thinking we we've seen this with our salespeople, and it was something funny that you know my dad told me was talking to me about this a long time ago and i and he, he was telling me about this and i looked at this and i was like wow this is really true he goes everyone has an internal income. Yeah, you told me about this once. And the salespeople who have an internal income of $100,000, they hit it, they never go above it. Yep. Every time they go above it, they lose the accounts and go right back down to it. Every time they go below it, they sell enough just to get right to it. But it's an internal income. We had some who was 350. We had some that was 100. We had some that was half a million. They were all different, but you knew. You knew. And you could, and you could probably track it. Yeah. It would be this the whole time. It would it's, never go up. It's in your head, like down. because you're, because if you're, if you're doing two hundred and you want to get to a million, but you're still doing the things that get you two hundred, it's it, you just can't get to it. There's, it's an equation, and you're missing variables. You need to add in. Well, if I'm doing thirty calls a day, I need to, and I want to do a million. You need to figure out your equation to and do those things consistently and there's i mean i i'm sure it, like i just started thinking about it but i'm i'm sure it applies not only now that we've talked about it it applies to every aspect of your life but there's multiple thoughts that go into improving the baseline it's not just your habits it's not just information it's not just the people it's like you need to build this like whole ecosystem around you well if you look at it you know when i came out of the hospital this was a big thing i had an issue with because my baseline had been shifted Right? It was all of a sudden, no, you're a quadriplegic now. And that baseline of acceptance, no one would give it to me. I would ask them, will I ever be able to walk again? Mm -hmm. Nobody was ever in their right mind going to tell me that I was going to be able to walk. They would not do it. Yeah. They wouldn't even tell me that I had eye likely to do it. Because they're like, I can't be the guy that says you're going to walk again, even though we don't think you're ever going to walk again. Right. And that was very crippling. Now, my wife was the opposite. She never doubted for a second. But what I found is, depending on my mode of thought, depended my actions. Days that I just felt, you know, I may not ever walk again. Brings you down. I didn't do anything to walk again. Yep. Now, that was few and far between. I was pretty stubborn. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. And the day that they told me in rehab, they're like, you're never not going to wear braces again. They're like, your feet and lower legs are not going to work. I left. Yeah. I never went back to rehab. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. Because you don't want, because, because your environment will dictate yeah. your, I knew it 
Yeah. And I don't, I don't have leg braces on anymore. So I'm, you know, I'm a low percentage that can ever walk again without help. I don't need a cane. I don't need leg braces. Still partially paralyzed. But I, I, I walk, wake up every day. I don't even think about it because I'm like, it's going to come back. Yeah. Got to wait. And I just go on and I go do, do my thing because my baseline is not a cripple. I'm, right. I'm not a cripple. Yeah. You know, I had somebody that was asked me, they didn't understand that. And they were, you know, I had the handicap sign, which I hated. I took that down. Soon, so I hate everything. It, you know, reminded me of that. But it was there was this idea, and they were like, "Well, you know, lots of people like you in this world, you know, they they become crippled." And I like stopped, and I looked, and when he said it, and it came out of his mouth, it was shocking to me that you were a cripple. Because I was like, "You're not a cripple." I'm not a cripple. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Sitting there in a wheelchair. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm yeah. Not crippled, dude, like, no, 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 no. This this thing isn't me. Right. Um, and if I would have, and a lot of people, the most most of the people that don't walk again, are the people that become crippled. Yeah, and mind. and people might be thinking, oh, that AJ, that's easy for you to say. But I remember there's this kid. I sent him some gear. Um, his name's Boone. He had a, a spinal fracture playing football six years ago, seven years ago, uh, quadriplegic yeah. immediately. And uh, I see his videos all the time being posted by this gym. They're training him. This guy's squatting. He's bench pressing. It, quadriplegic, like from neck down. He has a C, I think it's C5. Yeah. It's fused. And he's in there working out, walking. He's, he, they'll prop him up and they'll, he'll start walking on a treadmill. He's been working out and, and you can see his range of motion improving. You can see his strength improving. No. And I think it, it's interesting because it's a, that's a hard, that's a hard stop example of what your baseline can be set to. But I also think, and it's a great example, but, and I also think that even as you live today, your baseline is regressing or it's, or it's stagnating because you're just not actively thinking about it. So you just need to wake up every day and think, how do I elevate? Discouraged you get, the more it lowers. Yeah, depression. Like because you can get depressed. In order to be happy, you just artificially lower it. Yep. Well, oh, 100%. Be happy at this because, you know, that would. And, and, sorry, I meant disabled, not criminal. I said that before. But, and two, this can, it happened, like, like you mentioned, I know people that are disabled they're in a wheelchair but they're not disabled no like, they're actively thinking uh, like there's another kid uh, nick santino's sentence uh, he's in he's in gobundance yeah um he's missing his legs his arm yeah. and he's got a, he's got a deformity yeah. but this guy is in there doing motivational speeches i see him all the time on instagram yeah. doing cr- like he's out there living uh, like working out training and yeah, his his baseline. He's but he's thinking about it. He's like, my, that's not my baseline. He he's obviously not thinking about this this idea because it's just something I just started thinking about. But it's a mentality. Yeah. It's not necessarily you don't have to accept your reality. No, and and I think this is the, probably the most important part about this discussion is this is malleable. This is yeah. something that you set. You adjust it. You adjust it, and you see this every time. And the perfect example, you know, is you know the running example. We've all heard it before. You know, uh, you know, a runner couldn't break X mark until somebody did. It was yep. literally thought to be scientifically impossible yep. for a runner to break a certain mark. They viewed it by muscle. Then they broke, and then as soon as they broke the mark, within like two years, everybody broke it. It just happened with the marathon. The guy broke a two-hour marathon. Yeah, that's right. And I'm sure, I don't know if anyone's broken it yet, but I'm sure we're going to see it. Because it's a new baseline. That's how we felt about space, everything else like that. So if you think about that, what we thought was impossible 100 years ago, you think about that on a day-to-day. Subconsciously, though, I think. So it's important in order to move your baseline, you have to be very aware of what creates your baseline. Yep. And then you have to actively try to change it on a daily basis yep. because nobody can change it for you. It doesn't matter you have how to take much it. someone says you're amazing. Unless you really create that new baseline, it won't happen. 
Yep. Anyways, this, guys, was a totally different 15-minute Friday. Probably wasn't 15 minutes at all. wasn't long. We didn't talk about anything we're doing, but it was really important. Thanks, Rock, for sharing. I love it sure. a lot. Hope you guys liked it, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Cashflow to Freedom. Be sure to subscribe to us for more, and feel free to check us out at cashflow with the number two freedom.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. And also, if you could leave us a good review, that would really help us continue to build out our content and our community. Thank you so much.